When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're going to talk a bit of football now uh, on Mornings with Adam Peacock. Got producer Dom here. Got producer Mark as well. Uh, talk a bit of football. Before we get going, guys, um, how about this from the Dorking Wanderers manager? They're in the National League, which is out of the league system, you know, in England, Premier League Championship, League One, League Two. So they're trying to rise up in the pyramid, but it's not quite working out for them. They got pumped 5-1 by Oldham on the weekend. This is what their manager had to say. There's no way of dressing up the situation. You know, um, in, in honesty, you know, Oldham have won 5-1 because we are shit at defending. There's no way of dressing up. You just want honesty from your coach as a fan. And, you know, he didn't try to blame the ref there. He didn't try to blame the opposition, the, the fact that there was, you know... The roads, roads weren't salted enough on the way to the ground. It was all about ourselves. Um, you appreciate the honesty. I wish yeah. there would be more sports managers that would have that honesty. Do they? Say, yeah, we were Yeah, we were garbage. Yeah. We were toilet. Anyway, what else is happening? In football? Who was in toilet this morning was Newcastle United, correct? Yeah, Dom? yeah, yeah. We're still having the battle of the Uniteds here. I can't wait for Manchester United to face Newcastle United. But mm-hmm. just back on the Dorking Wanderers manager, he's a bit of a TikTok star. He's all he over what? my TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've kind of got this camera crew that follows Dorking through, I don't know where the show is, but he, it's just all he over TikTok. He owns yeah. the club. Oh, he's the chairman. Okay. Yep. He's the chairman. He's the guy that, Mark White, he bought the club, put himself in as manager, running the team. Yeah. They're so crap. that's like Nick Politis coaching the Roosters, essentially. But he, how I mean, fun would that be? The, the team are second in the league. It's working. Like, what? It's working. They're really? second in the league. Wow. Yeah. Well, it didn't work on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, last year they were second in the league. So okay. They were promoted last year, so they, I mean. Oh, they got promoted got from promoted a lower division. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, it's really good. Like Politis in the coaching box, oh, just directing things for the the chooks. The Dorking Wanderers documentary. No. But no, that'd be great. So that's like a Welcome to Wrexham type thing that they're doing along those lines. There's going to be a stack of those pop up just, everywhere. Just a lower budget version of it, I'm assuming. Yeah. But I only see clips on TikTok, and I absolutely love it. But um, mm. yeah, let's get into a bit of Carabao Cup then. So obviously your mob Newcastle two 0 over Leicester. Yep. Very lucky to be honest. You know Leicester probably should have put one past you. Shut up. Keep talking. <laughs> And then United 3-0 over Charlton, obviously it was 1-0 up until the, uh, you know, probably the favourite for the Ballon d'Or at this stage of his life, Marcus Rashford, comes on and <coughs> scores a double in injury time. So, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that, Adam? Uh, there was an Aussie playing this morning. In was that. there? Goalkeeper for uh, Charlton, Ashley Maynard Brewer, 23-year-old. He's been involved in the Oli Roos setup, so big, big moment for him, unfortunately. They got dusted, but still playing at Old Trafford. Oh, Tell the grandkids you. moment for him. <laughs> anyway. Um, Nottingham Forest are in a bit of trouble. So if you're if you're a raging lefty and a big greenie, you're not a big fan of uh, Nottingham Forest this morning, correct? Uh, no, and I think Pat Cummins would be absolutely delighted with this news. Mm, not. Uh, they decided to take a flight of 20 minutes to Blackpool to play a uh, FA Cup tie the other day. Instead of it, it was a it was a near three hour trip on a bus. Mm. What what would 
probably a, a jet plane would create a few more fumes than a, a three-hour bus ride. Just a few. A 20-minute flight. Yeah. Would it? Mm. Look, I've those roads in England are, are chaotic. Yeah. One thing about the roads in England, and I know Dunny's probably going to get going on the uh, the text line if he listens to this, given my history with um, lead foot lead footedness. One thing I noticed about England when I was over there recently, they love a speed camera. Yeah, they are freaking everywhere. Yeah, we've got average speed cameras as well now, so it's not just clocking you. Yeah, there's a big road, and if you don't hit the average for hundred miles, you'll get done. So you can't just steam it past the ski cameras to stop speed. Ah. They measure you at the start, they measure you at the end. If you've got there too fast. It happens every time, doesn't it? Yeah. That you get to an average speed camera and everyone slows down. Oh, this will knock down my average. What, that 50 metres before the speed <laughs> camera is going to knock down your average. So, oh, my God, they're everywhere. But that maybe that's what Steve Cooper, um, Nottingham Forest bus, uh, boss, wanted to avoid. He wanted the bus bus driver to uh, not pick up any points. Look, I, I understand everything, right? But, like, how can you turn down 20 minutes as opposed to three hours travel time? You've got professional athletes that are going to be sitting down. You've got all this science but, on blood circulation and everything. But What about the science of the world ending? Climate change, well, Dom? I'm calling on Elon Musk to create an electric plane. No more fumes, and then we can do 20-minute flights, and how about that? Elon's got a bit of, bit on his plate at the moment. Just, well, don't buy Twitter, mate. You've yeah. got about six other companies going. Just to focus on one. Hey, we've got a caller uh, on the line a bit about football. I think about Wrexham. Greg from San Susie. Morning, Greg. How are you, mate? Morning, Adam. I'm exceedingly well. Yourself? I'm not as good as that, but I'm pretty good. Dom's just bought me my second <laughs> coffee of the day, so it's going okay. <laughs> are you a viewer well, of this? I've just opened the... Sorry, oh, go, go on. Oh. I've just opened the uh, $20 box of, um, of jelly beans, so I'm in the same sort of oh, state. Outstanding. <laughs> hey, you're a viewer of this Wrexham doco, are you, on, on Disney with Ryan Reynolds and the other bloke whose name everyone forgets? Uh, yes, uh, Rob McElhaney. Um Yes, I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. And to see them 4-0 up against uh, whoever it was they were playing on uh, on. Sunday morning mm. from three divisions above them and then uh, <laughs> and then scraping 4-3 was uh, it's just going to make fabulous viewing uh, when series two comes around it's uh, it's been fabulous I've absolutely loved it and what's more my wife has loved it too ah and she's not a football fan so th- these are the things with these uh, series this this is like the Netflix series with tennis, we've seen it with Drive to Survive. It draw it. It's meant to draw people in. So, you you get the feeling that this is has drawn maybe a, a few more people in that ordinarily wouldn't have even blinked twice when it came to, firstly football and secondly definitely Wrexham. Oh, absolutely, and uh, we've just sort of hooked into the um, into the MotoGP one too, and she's so uh, she's getting her fair um, fair whack of the beautiful boys that ride the. Motorcycles, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Uh, let me let me tell you, there's some very pretty boys on those bikes. <laughs> They're all little too. They're all little, but um, they look after themselves. They wear plenty of covering, and um, yeah, they get off the bike and wink uh, and uh, get on with life. Um, Greg, thanks for that call, mate. Um, have a good day and enjoy uh, the rest of what football brings with the course of the week. There's a bit more news around as well, Dom, isn't there? Yeah, so this kind of happened yesterday, but Roberto Martinez has been uh, appointed the new Portugal manager, which is, um, look, a bit of a strange one considering how unsuccessful he was with Belgium at the World Cup. Uh, obviously went out in the group stage, but they did finish uh, third in 2018. So yeah. interesting appointment. He hasn't really achieved much other than that in his coaching career.
Was he the coach that took Wigan to the FA Cup final? Yes. Okay. Is he going to tell I take, I take back my statement. Ronaldo to beat it, do you think? <sighs> Who's going to be the one to tell Ronaldo to beat it? Cristiano Ronaldo is the only person that can tell. Fernando Santos, that was his name, wasn't it? The Portugal manager at the World so. Cup. Yeah. yeah. Um, he sat him on the bench and look how that ended for him. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's so tough because you just can't tell him because he's the greatest Portuguese player of all time. Mm. And he deserves the right to finish his career on his own accord, but his current form probably doesn't justify it. So mm. it's, either, I, it's either your job or Ronaldo. I couldn't disagree more. There's no man bigger than one team. There's no man bigger in the country. Portugal is bigger than Cristiano Ronaldo, and that's the way it should be. Whatever's the best for the team is that, best for the team. That's the way it's going to be, and little darling. That's the way it's going to be, little darling. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think now's the right time to do it because there's a new manager in. If he waits a bit of time, he's going to get more build-up. You come in nice and early. You have a conversation with him privately and say, mm. yep, I've spoken to him already. When the people question him, in, he's not going to be in the squad going forwards. We're moving forward. We've got – I can't even remember the name, but the player who's got a hat-trick. For Portugal at the World Cup, the young player from Benfica, is it? Oh, the, Ramos, the striker. Ramos, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's our that's our future. We need to move on. Thank you for your support. See mm. you in 10 years at the ceremony. Um, just before we get to a break, we've got Wally Masur on the way to talk some tennis. Uh, some massive money, as we mentioned yesterday, John, some massive money floating around in European football at the moment with the transfer window. Um, we're, we're looking like now the normalisation of a $100 million transfer fee yeah like like 10 years ago it was 10 million was like whoa that's a lot of money mm. now it's 100 million yeah even in like the mid uh, 2010s it was like well 30 mil that's kind of the going price for an average player but uh so obviously arsenal have been chasing uh ukrainian Mikhailo mudrik i be- i hope i pronounced that correct mm. sorry if you're listening uh, dynamic winger yeah it's fantastic winger yeah. you know he's, he's got the potential to become one of the best in the world but 100 million for someone Un- unproven, realistically, on the international stage and outside of the Ukrainian league. Um, well, he's been magnificent. He was magnificent in the Champions League this year. But the the twist on this is that Ukrainian club obviously needs all the revenue it can get at the 100%. moment for reasons that are pretty obvious. So they're just going to hold out and wait for the biggest deal possible. Surely. Yeah. Well, Chelsea were trying to close in on him, but obviously they've gone for Jao Felix instead. But look, he might have been proven at the Champions League, but he's the best player in that team. You put him in a team like Arsenal. He's got four or five other stars around him. That's the biggest question mark going in. And obviously, like, Ukraine's national team just bowed out at the World Cup qualifiers. Would have been good to see him at the World Cup, but his value probably would have went up to 200 mil if he had a good performance. Exactly. Uh, Dom, thank you for that. We'll have some more football and a more roundtable discussion a bit later on. You're going to be back with the, the your digging segment today. Dom's digging is all about the Mancad family. Oh, my hands are filthy. I've been digging. <laughs> yeah. I've been digging hard. Just no gloves. No, no shovel, just hands into the turf, digging as hard as he can. He's come up with some a bit of gold about the Mancad family, so we'll have that a bit later on. Just on the text line quickly uh, before we go to a break about uh, songs, great Aussie songs. Horses is utter shite, right? Uh, <laughs> there's no name on this. What nationality is Les Murray by Tism is much, much better. Now, Tism, there, there's an education in Australian pop culture for you, Mark. We'll get to that maybe tomorrow. We might do a deep dive into Tism, one of the great bands who recently reformed. Off to a break on mornings. Wally Masur around the corner for some tennis.